Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Emily Fay. I'm Paige Weldon. Let's talk about the mall. Paige. Paige. <laughs> Have Emily. you gone to the mall recently? You'll never believe it. I did happen to find myself at the Target at oh the Glendale Galleria twice this week. You needed some stuff from Target? Now, listen, I know we've talked about it on the podcast before. I believe a few weeks ago, you mentioned needing a bathroom trash can. Well, guess what? <gasps> this week I did. <gasps> oh, my God. Did you find a good um, one? Well, Ultimately, yes. So I went on Monday, uh, like midday, and it was great. There was like hardly anyone there. Um, My only complaint is I feel like because hardly anyone is there, everyone is just really playing fast and loose with Mm. the parking spots. I feel like people are just right parked on the the line. They do not give a fuck, Um, which doesn't really matter. Everyone gets two spots. Yeah, which I mean, there technically is room, but it's a bit chaotic in my you're opinion. like i want to park right next to this car i would like to park within the confines of the parking spot <laughs> established by the glendale galleria but whatever um but i on monday i went it was it was pretty easy i got a trash can that was the cheapest possible one and wouldn't you know it i got it home and it not only did it not really fit in the spot it was just kind of shitty it's like every time you pressed on the on mm. the little pedal, it, like the whole fucking trash can went up in the air. And I was like, you know what? You I'm want a trash back. can that can hold its weight in trash. I, w- I think it's a reasonable request for me to make a trash can. Um, so I just, but I blame myself. I could have spent four more dollars and not had to go back. Um, but I did go back on Friday afternoon, which was, I feel like I just wanted to go before it became the weekend. Mm-hmm. But it had already kind of become weekend energy in there. Yeah, no, um, a lot of people aren't aren't working right now. Friday is the weekend. I just, I guess I thought that because of what my experience was on Monday, it wouldn't be as crazy. But a lot of people with masks below their noses, um, people just kind of not giving a shit about the six foot spacing on the, in the line. Yeah. Um, which I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we've been doing this for a while now. If you can't figure out to stand on the red dot, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but I got a better trash can. <laughs> That's good. So no one worry about if I have a bathroom <laughs> trash can. I also the drove- trash just isn't piling up in the corner. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad. I stopped just throwing used tampons on the floor. <laughs> um. So and then I did drive by. You know, there's a Robbins Brothers. Yes. Like over there, I drove by. I don't know if you've driven by recently. They have a sign that says "We're open." love isn't canceled (laughs) which i was like i i get what you're saying like a lot of events are canceled but canceled has a different meaning (laughs) these days you know what certain types of love are canceled um which ones (laughs) i would say ones with like sort of like you know uh a bad power <laughs> dynamic in play. Okay, um, gotcha. You know, I see what those you're kinds saying. Of love. Well, hopefully that's not what's going on at Robin's Brothers, but we can't <laughs> be sure. <laughs> so I just observed that. I did take a picture. I feel um, like that is something that some like, you know, three years ago, some like misanthropic like hot girl Twitter <laughs> account would post it, just like love is canceled. <laughs> Well, so I looked it up. I was like, is this their new like slogan? And I think what happened, because I found a tweet from their account that was like, 
like mid to late March. And I think that maybe at that time it just like made more sense because everything was getting, you know, canceled, (laughs) but they just still have it up mid October. And I just think maybe pull it down. I mean, Um, if you have a good slogan, (laughs) you know, don't, why are you going to throw that out? Totally. It's very similar to every kiss begins with K. It's very solid. It's timeless. Ultimately. Emily, did you go to the mall at all this week? I didn't, but I did go to Marshall's because I had to go to Petco to get cat food. And mm. I went to Marshall's. I sent you pictures. I tried on some some oh. sneakers. Yes. Some white sneakers and said, <laughs> are chunky white sneakers still cool? I don't know. I think you came to the wrong person. I don't know. And um. it seems like no one knows. I think they are. <laughs> They look I good. think they are. <laughs> One pair was like Pumas. Another pair was like Reeboks. Ultimately, both of them don't look that good on me. I'm not really a sneaker person, but I bought the Pumas. But I think I'm going to go back today to return them. Okay. Well, for a brief moment, you you owned Pumas. I also bought some chocolate-covered blueberries. <laughs> I also looked to see if maybe they had put out... You know, perhaps one more um, Peanuts Halloween mug that maybe had gotten <laughs> lost in the stockroom and then they found it and put it out after all the other ones sold out. There wasn't. I missed so out sorry. on the Peanuts Halloween mugs. Oh, it's my man. own damn fault. Maybe drive out to Knott's Berry Farm, see if their gift shops are open. Oh, uh. fuck. I bet they are. <laughs> kind of a mall. Kind of. In a sense. We've certainly said that before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, basically... Basically just Marshalls. Um, once again, I'm spending too much time there. It's kind of fucked up. But um, <laughs> let's bring in our guest. I'm glad you said it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Today we are joined by the hilarious Jared Logan. Hi, Jared. Hi. Hello. Oh, love, thank- love isn't canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it's still happening every day. <laughs> um, but love between adults and children is canceled thanks to Q and President Trump. <laughs> Thank you, Q, and thank you, President Trump, for your hard work. I think that's what Robin's Brothers was talking about, probably. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank um, you for having me. Do you, perchance, remember the last time you found yourself at a mall? Um, I, I, you know, I think I do, actually, because my wife and I had a photo of it. So my wife is uh, the beautiful, funny, brilliant writer, comedian, Kara Clank. And, and most we... importantly, former guest of Mall Talk. Oh, okay, great. Okay, excellent. Most so, importantly. <laughs> yes, of course. Top of the r- resume. Top of the curriculum vitae. Um, so she, uh, she, um... And I, I think we were in uh, one of the Grove. The Grove's a mall, right? Yes. I think we were in the Grove or the Americana. It's the Grove. I'm one, were you in eight. West Hollywood or Glendale? Well, I don't quite Once remember. Once you're in there, you can't really tell anymore. <laughs> we moved to we moved to the East Side, but um, right before COVID hit, the last film we saw together was The Good Liar with uh, <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen and uh, Dame Helen Mirren, right? Oh, yeah, wow. and, um, of course. And there's this sexy, uh, I want to say, five-story photo of them uh, at the escalator <laughs> at the Grove. Just gigantic Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen looking. I bet looking. this is the Americana. Okay. Because they're usually the uh, one with the giant movie posters. 
It makes sense because we moved to the east side. So I don't know why we would drive all the way over to oh, West Hollywood. So And so we took a photo in the same pose as them, <laughs> you know, because we were like, because we like to get like really into movies and act like they're like um, blockbuster action movies or like Star Wars movies. We're like, the good liar! And like, get, like, and, like tweet about them midnight. a lot. We are dressed up. Yes, exactly. And we did it. We did the same thing for Widows. We were like, Widows! So that's how I know the last time I was in a mall, which is a long-ass time ago. Yeah. I mean, that's already on video on demand. And everyone is talking about it once again. Yeah. Everyone's sitting in their homes and paying $15. Have you guys watched this? I haven't watched it. Well, okay. So was it good is an interesting question. <laughs> Do you like it when um, 79-year-old men are sexy liars? Oh, okay. So that <laughs> sentence was a roller coaster. I was like, yeah. yes, I do like it That's when they're there. That's actually the only genre of movie I like. I like it when they're sexy. I don't like it when they're liars, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Paige, neither did Dame Helen Mirren. goody two-shoes? Sorry, I like to be... You uh, want your sexy 79-year-olds to be honest? That's fucking boring. I just feel like he's had enough time to figure out how to be honest, you know? It's just <laughs> awesome to see a movie where it's like, uh, uh-oh, here comes the bad boy, and it's <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen. And that's really the vibe of the movie. It's like, okay. They're like, uh oh, trouble. Like, every time he turns a corner, he's been I mean, uh, I remember seeing the trailer like so much. Yeah. Just so much. And I saw pre COVID most movies. Yeah. And I think I yeah. made a decision where I was like, I don't think I'm interested in this film. <laughs> It feels like a, a, I mean, you know, mall talk is very, a nine, you know, you talk about the 90s a lot. It feels like a 90s TV movie, this movie. <laughs> but but, to, but I, that to me is like awesome to see in a theater. Are you kidding me? Yeah, totally. Yeah. What, the, what are we watching? What's happening? Like, I, I get really tickled with it. I mean, um, there's something known. fun about like two actors like that in such a dumb movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're great, you know. Sure. They're great in this exceptionally stupid movie. <laughs> this movie had like the kind of like lazy stuff where like um, to show because there was a lot of plot elements that hung on money moving from one account to another. <laughs> this this, mo- this movie had a phone app where when you touch it, you see money like like go down in one account and go up in another. You're like that doesn't exist. So the people who designed this movie were also 79 years old. Yeah, exactly. They were like this is how the internet works. There's also from the trail isn't there like doesn't she have like a son or something who's like I don't like this guy. Well, for someone who decided not to see it, you sure know a lot about it. <laughs> Yes, she did. She did. Um, he knew. He's, he's like a, what do you call it? Like a black widower a little bit? Oh, sure. Um, or not even a, he doesn't kill them though. He just I don't want to give him too much away. He just ghosts them. This guy yeah. ghosts, yeah. ghosting these, these ladies. Right. He's a, he's a, damn. He takes, he takes their money and then he hits the road. 
I well, wish they used the word ghosting in the movie. Or Helen Mirren like, there, you can't be that close to death and ghost someone. <laughs> yeah, that's just dying. It's like your husband yeah. dies, and he's like, "Yes, unfortunately, my dear beloved Howard ghosted me." Um, yeah, he we're just ghosted me this the week out of nowhere. Thursday. <laughs> it's he ghosted me, but he was sick for a long time. I'm not mad about it. Um, that's great. Retake ghosting, octogenarians. <laughs> So um, when you would go to the mall pre-COVID, was it usually the Americana? Um, Well, in the last couple of years, I mean, we did live, um, I used to work at CBS uh, that was right by the Grove. Mm -hmm. And I lived like eight minutes away on Crescent Heights Boulevard. And um, so we would spend all our time at the Grove because it was my favorite place in Los Angeles. (laughs) I'm a really basic uh person <laughs> and uh, i just want to like vaguely smell candy while i look at shiny things yeah. and that's what you get at the grove well, so you're in the right place jared there <laughs> we go we talk about um yeah we also like to look at water move and go ooh. yes ooh. it's that's great every time i see it i'm like i'm really glad they did that and I, i'm gonna watch this for a little while you know? <laughs> you go, ooh, cupcakes let me ooh. stand on the bridge and feel like i'm in central park really experiencing then, something <laughs> people would always be like I, I would make like dinner plans with people and like if they were like adults, I would always be like, how about a umami burger at the Grove? And they'd be like, or like a real restaurant. And I'd be like, you're hurting my feelings. Shut up. Umami is a real restaurant. Yeah. But then anytime it was one of my uh, dumb buddies, they'd be like, fuck yeah. Because we can look around the Grove, too. And I'm like, hell yeah, we yes. can. You're like, okay, fine. A real restaurant? How about Maggiano's at the Grove? Yeah, exactly. You're so uh, fancy. Woodfire Grill. Is that the one? <laughs> that is always an interesting disconnect with certain friends you're like i can ask you to go somewhere dumb and mm-hmm. we're gonna have a great time certain friends are like i just i'd rather spend 20 dollars at a vegan restaurant and you're like yeah, i was like okay right, i guess but... um tapas i guess I, what's I, a place we could go i don't know <laughs> i guess we should you know if we're putting food in our bodies we should try to enrich ourselves in some way oh i get it i get we're it spending the money <laughs> with a true friend you go to one place Every time, it, everything I, is exactly eleven dollars. Oh no, earthquake! I had a, I gave myself an earthquake. I hit my camera. Um, yeah, wait, it, it is Woodfire Grill, isn't it? Um, oh, that yes. place at the Grove. That place was. Oh, I'm sorry, Wood Ranch. Oh yeah, Wood Ranch Grill. That place, fucking really <laughs> underrated. I don't think and I've been And me and my coworkers, yeah, me and my coworkers at the Corden Show would just like go there for lunch sometimes like dumbasses like why would you eat lunch there you could just like get like a rack of ribs and like could you bring more rolls over here and then they would bring you another basket of rolls we're trying to have a really unproductive afternoon if you could just come over and- oh we totally are you kidding me yeah you know sean o'connor was on the staff and we would and and ian carmel and we would just eat it like dumb stupid places for lunch that sounds amazing it was fun. It I was love fun. it. Um, do yeah. you feel like the Americana measures up in your experience? Uh, the Americana I've spent less time with. I can tell you I don't like the movie theater as much. Okay. Okay. I don't know why exactly. I think it's because that was like 
the first time my movie pass didn't work was at the Americana, oh. and I'm just holding a grudge. Yeah, that is that is interesting. I was like, I walked in, and I was over. like, here we are, and then I was like, what? It doesn't work. What? I yeah. feel like that's actually the Grove was the first time where I started having issues with with my movie pass. It was when Emily and I tried to go see mid nineties, yeah. and we had already secured the tickets. I thought on the app. So and then- what happened was that what we decided to do. I remember this very clearly because this is when I was like, movie pass, we're fucking done. And then I didn't cancel it for two more months because I still right. felt like such loyalty to it. Of course, know. it's like I mean and I don't know how to live without you, but this isn't working anymore. But um, and, and they're like, well, uh, well, they they this is a grift, so we got you. That's the thing. Ultimately, this was always a grift. I was yeah. most mad at the people who were mad at movie pass because it was like they gave you everything for 10 months (laughs) now it's falling apart how are you mad at them like i always i always it's like the giving tree (laughs) no it's true it's the giving tree that's one way to look at it another way to look at it is that these people created an app and a company but then didn't take the time to think out how it would play over play out over nine months but here's the thing (laughs) had they taken that time we wouldn't have had the movie pass we did. It's true. Because all the only people that actually grifted were billionaire investors. Yeah, I um, mean... Is it better to have loved and lost or to love and have that love taken away? I, I guess is the question and, we're talking about here. in this case. Because yeah. I will always have the fondest memories. Yeah, I don't want to Eternal Sunshine style erase movie pass from no, my that memory. was a gorgeous, gorgeous time. And I think of all the movies I saw. But, <laughs> you know, then, of course, there was that day where we timed it so that we would get to the Grove. Because this is when, like, there would be a movie available in the morning. And then hours later, it would, like, just disappear. Yes. So we timed it so we would get to the Grove because you had to be within a certain amount of feet, remember, to the theater. So we were like, we'll get to the Grove five minutes before it starts so that we, you know, definitely will know when we leave the house if it's going to disappear. And then literally as we were pulling into the parking lot... It disappeared. It was devastating. And I, I, it's interesting you say that about the Americana movie theater being your first time with that. Cause I feel like I do kind of associate the Grove mm-hmm. theater with that moment. Yeah. And I'm kind of mad at the Americana movie theater. Yeah. And, um, I it wasn't their fault theater. and really had zero to do with them. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they ultimately should have just let everyone in for free when movie pass stopped working. I always tell this story. It's not my story. It's my friend Steve O'Brien's story when Movie Pass comes up. But it's just so amazing, and I want to let share it with Mall Talk, which is that there when the movie Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey came out. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you know that there was a promotion called the Interstellar Fast Pass? I did not. I also <laughs> with, did not. <laughs> so the Interstellar Fast Pass was this thing that you could get. And it cost you like $20, and then you could see the three-hour movie, Interstellar, as many times as you wanted. (laughs) It really existed. And my buddy Steve O'Brien, who is a movie uh, fanatic, he goes to every movie like you do, Emily – he uh, he found out about it, and then he went and asked for it at his like local AMC, and they were like, "What?" And he's like, "Go look in the back. You guys have a poster up about it. You have the Interstellar Fast Pass." And they had to like go look in the back and like figure it out. And finally, they came out with this like little punch out card that was <laughs> he could see Interstellar as much as he wanted. But of course, he just used it like he would just use it again in the theater and then go watch whatever oh, he right. wanted. Oh. 
smart. That's very good. Oh man, that I is mean, yeah. an insane thing to exist. That's so. <laughs> why funny. did that? How? Yeah. Why did that exist? It's what so did they, weird. Like the confidence putting out that movie and be like, once just isn't gonna be enough for people. Yeah, it, it rewards repeated viewings. <laughs> Especially with such a long movie. Oh my <laughs> god! People are gonna want to wonder what the ending meant four or five times. <laughs> I feel like maybe sometimes if I was just happening to pass by the theater, I'd be like, "Oh, a showing of Interstellar started two hours ago. Let me go catch the ending and just kind of see how I feel this time." You know? You know, as a as a sci-fi horror fantasy nerd, like I haven't been able to get through that one. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm just same. Like, Deep meditations sometimes are not what I'm looking for mm-hmm. at the movies. I'd rather watch something like that at home. Yeah, I find space movies very boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I am dumb, but I'm always like, there's, there's nothing here. Well, especially since here. 2003 where they decided everything just looks like an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Like everything just looks like I'm inside my MacBook <laughs> Pro. Like I think what I, really could have used that pass is a... Mamma Mia, here we go again. Fast yes. Pass, <laughs> which I did, in fact, see four times in theaters and could and have seen great. more. Here we go again. I mean, it's perfect here, for the oh pass. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's called. Yeah, it's just called the Here We Go Again Pass. Huge missed <laughs> opportunity. Oh, my yes. goodness. <laughs> that is a movie that rewards repeated viewings because it's yeah. like a drug. You're just home <laughs> and you're just like, I need to see <laughs> this one part again yeah. and you're like oh my god it's not online yet i need to go see the whole movie again yeah i need the serotonin everyone's hit. having so much that fun chair gives i me. can't stand it yeah oh man well maybe see if you can uh, find someone in charge over they, there they could have charged 60 bucks for that that mamma mia pass and they would have made money on that it's true. i think so just a um, thought so the Grove Americana is your 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 malls these days or pre-COVID, mm-hmm. but uh, so you said your hometown mall was the Mountaineer Mall and also mm-hmm. the Morgantown Mall? Right. Well, uh, well, I mean, probably a lot of people had this where they had a mall and then that mall just got kind of blown away by the new mall. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what happened. It was Morgantown, West Virginia is where I was from. And the Mountaineer Mall was, um, my memories of it are from when I'm really little. So, like, I remember um, enjoying the smell of people smoking inside of it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, um, it had, like, a, uh, you know, where they would set up Santa Claus every year was just sort of like, you know, the, the town square that a lot of malls have. Like, yeah. yeah. So it had like this area like that where they would set up Santa Claus or other other kind of seasonal things. And uh, But a lot of times there was nothing in there and it would just be where people would stand and smoke. <laughs> and I remember like wow. I would run away with, from my mom to go like just like <laughs> breathe in the cigarette smoke. Um, She's like, oh, oh no, I'm raising a tiny Don Draper. <laughs> well, I did become very addicted to cigarettes for uh, 15 years of my life. So I guess that pre, pre uh, sodged it. It began let us know that that was going to happen. Right yeah. there in the Mountaineer Mall Square. <laughs> yes. And then the other memory I have of the Mountaineer Mall was that right off of that little uh, square or whatever, there was a restaurant, but it kept, it was one of those that like, it was locally owned, so the name of it kept changing and the ownership kept changing. And at one point, it had um, 
clown ice cream you could get. Like, so basically they would make you a little ice cream sundae, but it would have like eyes and a nose and a little mouth and a, and a cone on top of a hat. Kind of, I think Friendly's does that if you're familiar with that chain. So, um, and I loved that as like a kid. And then when I was like a little older, like to where I was a little embarrassed of that, <laughs> we, we went back and, and I didn't realize that it had changed ownership. And I was with my grandma and I was like, ask them if they have the clown ice cream. <laughs> and she was like, and my grandma was like so oblivious. She was like, De Yuns, excuse me. Like, just like, excuse me, like, just like stopping a manager. Do you still have the clown ice cream? And I was like, oh my God, you're embarrassing me. And then they were like, clown ice cream? What are you talking about? What What is that? What are you talking about? And I was just like sitting there red faced, but I was probably like 11 and I was so embarrassed that I, that I wanted little kid ice cream. Um, very similar to the uh, interstellar fast pass experience. What is that? <laughs> Oh, I was the king of, um, I was the king of, like, we would go to Dairy Queen and, like, my family, my brother and my mom and my dad would all just get blizzards and I would be like, I'll have the chicken tenders <laughs> and the people behind the counter at Dairy Queen would be like, seriously, dude, like, we literally never, ever make this and I'd be like, it's what I'll be having today, though and then they would have to, like, they would go, like, angrily get the fryer started <laughs> Like the, oh, the guy man. would be like cursing under his breath as he had to like light like a fi- fucking flame under the broiler or whatever. I have definitely been that person with chicken tenders because I always want chicken tenders. So sometimes at AMC, I would be the person where it would be like 10 p.m. be like, can I get chicken tenders? And they'd be like, uh, that's going to be like 25 guess. minutes because we don't have any. What, um, I'm like, that's- okay. <laughs> That's the best. Getting chicken tenders at the movie theater. It was my pizza favorite. Pizza at the movie theater. Yeah, it's always really bad pizza or chicken tenders. <laughs> so bad. But you also have to give respect to the concession stand person where you're like, can I get the chicken tenders? And they go, uh, no, we're out of them. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, respect, respect. I had that you're not good. out of them, but respect. I do love that move. I recently, I, I was going into a yogurt land and I asked, is your bathroom open? They said, no, due to COVID. And I was like, okay, I guess whatever. And she was like, you could try next door. I walk into the Waba Grill and I say, uh, is your bathroom open? And she just went, it's broken. It's out of service. And I was like, that's not true, but I see what you did. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm sure a lot of people argue with you when you say it's because of COVID. So good move. <laughs> I used to Check do that mate. sometimes. At, huh? uh, when I worked at the chocolate store, we had a little bathroom that was meant to be a bathroom that customers could use. But then we ended up keeping so much shit in there that <laughs> it was like, okay, just kidding. This is only for me. But people would ask and I'd be like, oh, we can't. And they'd be like, come on. The bathroom and the coffee shop Jesus. is so busy. Come on. And I would be like, it's broke. It's broken. It's broken. I can- it's broken. Except I, I, I let, I let mm-hmm. Mamie Gummer use it once. Okay. Because I didn't know how to say no to Meryl Streep's daughter. Wow. <laughs> so I was just I mean, like, okay. <laughs> you gotta let, uh, you gotta let Meryl Streep's daughter take a shit. Oh yeah. You got like, it. I'm not forget- going to say no. I don't know. <laughs> One time I was in a, a comedy club green room and um, it was a green room that just had like a little toilet, a uh, little bathroom off of the green room. And um, I was in it with Jennifer Love Hewitt because um, she happened to be there for whatever reason. And then another comic was just taking a shit in the bathroom. 
And like Jennifer Love Hewitt kept making a face like, Whoa. oh my god! And I was like, that was awesome to see Jennifer Love Hewitt have to react to the smell of human shit. She has the same problems as we all do did at some time. Did they know when they went in to take a shit that Jennifer Love Hewitt was in there? Um, probably. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you probably know. comics. They probably thought it was funny. You know, you know these stand-up comedians and <laughs> these their lack stand-up of comedians. respect. <laughs> Look, um, comics don't respect anything except for tits. And if it's Jennifer right. Love Hewitt, you would like think that tits. that would maybe be enough. Yeah, <laughs> we like tits and we hate political correctness. And we love chicken tenders as well. And we love chicken tenders. I mean, that's just true. <laughs> that's just true. Um, Wait, c- can I tell s- here. Can I t- tell me if I'm um, co-opting too much of the show, but can I tell stories about when I w- worked in a movie theater really quickly? Sure. Yeah, you can't okay. co-opt the show when you're a guest. That's kind okay, of the point of a guest. Well, you guys <laughs> might be like, it's really time for, you know, the mall zone. Uh, no, we need to tell some of <laughs> our stories for the 30th time, actually. Yeah. That's what people oh, okay. are here for. <laughs> so I, 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 um, I worked at this movie theater called Studio on the Square Ooh. when I went to college in Memphis. And it was one of the first movie theaters uh in memphis uh maybe the first one in memphis where you could like get a glass of wine you oh. know mm-hmm. uh, and it was an art house you know what mm. i mean like one theater was always uh doing like spider-man or something but then like the other theaters had like e2 mama tambien and shit like that and so like um uh the other thing that, that it had other than just the, like the wine and beer is that it had this case that had like gourmet foods in it for some unfathomable fucking reason and like so people would like walk up to me and be like is the crab cake any good and i was like working concessions at a movie theater and i wanted to be like well this is a movie theater was it gordon so. ramsay who asked that because he's he always tries the crab cake first it was just these incredibly entitled people who i guess thought that because we serve wine like we were also like a fine dining restaurant with screens and so like you know, the guy, I would go, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's any good. I would be honest with him. And then he would order it, and then he would bring it back, like, two minutes later and be like, it's dry. And, I'd be like, and he would want his money back. And I'm, like, trying to help other customers, and you just wanted to be, like, kind of like, uh, no, you have to keep it now. Yeah. You ordered a crab cake at a movie theater. You knew what you were doing. Yeah. Like, you have to keep it. Like, I feel like most restaurants are bad at crab cakes. I've and never you're trying to return pizza to 7-Eleven, you know? You just, you know what you're getting. I kind of want to be like, not only do you have to keep it, you have to eat it. <laughs> I, you have to eat it and I get to watch you eat the dry crab cake, you piece of shit. Um, and then another thing that would happen is um, uh, people would come up and go, is the popcorn fresh? Oh. Do you guys ever do that? No. Okay, I don't want to offend anybody, no, but I find no. this to be the most I idiotic question. Asking questions, the only question I've ever asked at a con- at a concession stand is, are the are the mini crispy spicy Cheeto chicken tacos? Is that like a lot of tacos, or is it like three <laughs> tacos? <laughs> I've also occasionally asked, would you would you be willing to give me half Coke, half cherry icy? That's the most I've ever asked. <laughs> And this is a this is a very reasonable request, you know, <laughs> to just mix the ices. Or, so these people would go, "Is the popcorn fresh?" And then we had a we had a a, a response that seemed to work, which is, "You go, like, uh, you can try it." 
Uh, yes, yeah. And then they would be like, oh, great, I'm getting an extra little bonus here because I'm so fucking picky about my fucking popcorn. <laughs> and then you'd, so you'd give them a handful. And um, uh, inevitably, this would happen to me. i go, you can try it. They would go, okay. And they would have a couple kernels and go, hmm, yeah. And you'd be like, great. And then you would give them, then they would order a large. And then, like, this happened to me like four or five times. They take it away, they start eating, and they come back and they go, you know what? It's not fresh. What? And you're like, I... No, no, you tasted it. You fucking tasted it and you said it was fresh. You cannot do that. Like, uh, what wow. I would see is oh I would see them. Oh, my God. Basically, they would go back to their movie mate, like what, whoever their friend or their spouse or whatever, and you'd see them, like, confab really quickly over the popcorn, and then the unanimous decision would be that it wasn't fresh. I'm, and then I, we would have to pop a new uh, thing of popcorn. I've never thought also this much about, like, how my popcorn tastes. I would never yeah, be able to popcorn, tell. You're just like, this is popcorn. Yeah. Even if it's Part- bad, you're like, well, I got popcorn, so this is popcorn. Yeah. Yes, and also, I just feel like I was raised that part of the deal we've made with society is if we're going to use chains and we're going to use these kind of stores and these movie theaters, that you are going to be treated a little poorly sometimes <laughs> yes. and get bad quality, and you're supposed to eat it and be happy you live in America. Yeah, just be happy you're helping fund the movie theater by purchasing their overpriced snacks. Yes. Especially this art house theater. Come on. That's, Come on. I can't imagine being that person. I That's cannot the kind of person, like, Imagine going on a date and the person's like, oh, oh, sorry, this popcorn is bad. I'll be right Will back. I'm going to go bring it? it back. Is it fresh to you? Yeah. And then and then you'd be like, what are you guys going to see? And they'd be like, uh, you know, they'd be like, is the crab cake fresh? Uh, yeah, I think so. What are you guys going to see? Triple uh, X. Oh, all right. With Vin Diesel. So you're very particular about what goes in your mouth. But not about what goes into your eyes. Oh my Very God. interesting. It's like get fucking dinner and then a, like after a movie or before a movie like everyone else. Yes. If you're going to yeah. combine those two, the expectation is that everything is frozen and shitty and you just dip it in dipping sauces until it's good. I think because there had not been because they I don't think Memphis had had a Bruin view or like because uh, a lot of places did before, I think. But like because it had never had something like that, people were just like. You know, all the white people out of the suburbs were like, I think it's a magic place. (laughs) Can I have a massage? You can't have a massage. Unfortunately, no. Uh, (laughs) Um, I do want to hear about the Morgantown Mall to bring it back. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yes. So, um, so Mountaineer was was never a kick ass mall. Okay. You know, it was like a. It didn't a ma- climb the peak like a mountaineer to the peak it of did. greatness of malls. I mean, it did. It was like a mountaineer in that it was a little shabby and uh, <laughs> and uh, felt uh, like it hadn't had enough meals. Um, it was like a little scrawny. And uh, like to give you an idea, like it was right beside this place called Gabriel Brothers, which was the place in Morgantown where you could buy like uh sh- shirts that the factory had messed up <laughs> so if you wanted okay. like an alf shirt but alf's face is kind of folded i and do my want par- that that actually sounds yeah. cool i want that very much 
now I do want that. But um, at the time, as a kid, you'd be like, "Mom, don't make me shop here." Yeah. Like, because I want the cool Alf shirt. You're like, I want the I want the shirt with two arms, not the shirt with three arms. I mean, you know, Gabriel's was actually like awesome in that you could legitimately sometimes find something that crazy, where like there was just another big hole in it or something. Not that they had sewed on another sleeve, but like they would just have a rack of shirts with a big hole in it. And then there were like, you know, jet ski people who'd be like, hell yeah, dude. Extra ventilation, man. I'll take it. Hey. Two dollars sold. Um, and so um, so then the Morgantown Mall came when I was, um, I might have been 12. So it'd be like 92 or something like that. And um the Morgantown Mall was this huge event. Like, people were so excited, or at least that was kind of the perfect age, I think, to kind of be thinking about that. Because I like to go to the mall, of course, yeah. at 12. And so um, they had a big concert with fireworks that they announced that wow. they were going to do to open it. And the uh, concert was going to be one guy. It wasn't like they were just going to have a bunch <laughs> of local bands play. It was going to be one guy, and his name was Roscoe Martinez. And... um. And Roscoe Martinez had a song that went, and I, I, I don't think you'll get sued, but I'm gonna just sing a little bit of it. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna, but it's, it's like this is for parody purposes. If you're listening, uh, lawyers Look, of Roscoe, if Roscoe Martinez. Roscoe Martinez sues us. That's just more content. So yes. <laughs> so the song went, I won't rain on, rain on, I won't rain on your parade. Um, and that was the song. It was called "I Won't Rain on Your Parade," and it was um, it was like bad John Sakata, okay. and um, and it, they played it on WVAQ in Morgantown. I, I every hour on the hour. Like, was this you, like a local guy? Um, no, he was not local. Okay. They had like they had like asked him to come in. Uh, he was like, I basically I feel like someone at the company that owned the mall called an agent and was yeah. like who can i get for you know 10 grand or yes something. Uh, and they was like you know we got a new guy he's making a real big splash <laughs> and, he's uh, new so they, the mall's new it works so they sent roscoe martinez and uh but like roscoe martinez like he didn't understand what he was getting into by like going to morgantown west virginia because like he got up there and he started singing. He's like, "I won't rain, I won't rain on your parade." And people were like, getting, you know, had had been pre-gaming and getting drunk and stuff. And then he was like, "Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to sing my next number in my native Spanish." And all the Morgantowners were like, Boo. "Oh my god, no Spanish! We don't like other languages." Oh no, Boo. poor Roscoe. Could tell that he was kind of hurt. By yeah, that or, or shock. That is hurtful and shocking. Well, that's, that's that's West Virginia. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it's okay, but that's definitely right. what you should expect when you go there. So did so, he just not do it, or did he? He didn't do it. He did wow. not sing the song no, in Spanish. Roscoe. Damn. Or maybe he did. I don't remember. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a better story? He just had to <laughs> sing the parade song again, but there were it fireworks was, as well. And there were fireworks, yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I always like you know, for now that I live in Highland Park, California, I realize that fireworks can really be an everyday thing. 
Um, yeah. yeah, they don't need to be reserved only for mall openings and concerts and the 4th right. of July. <laughs> LA Lakers win. Um, <laughs> you're having a good time. You're having a good time on a Friday. All good reasons <laughs> to set off fireworks. But um, yeah, you, I mean, do you, do you feel like the mall then lived up to the fanfare of its opening? That's a great question. Well, it had a food court, which the Mountaineer Mall did not have. The Mountaineer what? Mall had those weird. The Mountaineer Mall had mm. those restaurants that would come and go. You need because a no food one wanted court. to eat there. Yeah, pretty so crucial. It had a food court. The food court had um, Sabaro. My first exposure to a Sabaro. Yeah. Um, and you know, you were treat. You know, my my parents treated Sabaro like it was like this is from Italy. Mm-hmm. You know, like. <laughs> Sabaro, meanwhile, is a Greek Greek name. It's inspired Um, by, I would say. Sure. It kind of took the theme and then just, you know, ran with it. I believe the logo is the Italian flag, so it makes sense. People would have conversations in Morgantown like, no, no, no. I like, like, authentic Italian food, like Sabaro. (laughs) I Um, love how Italians are always just, like, you know, sitting on their vineyards in northern Italy, just like eating ziti out of a plastic <laughs> container. <laughs> uh, it's so elegant uh, and refined. Right. It sounds um, like my dream, quite honestly. I'd love to do it. They, I, I, I never liked Sabaro, and I can't really put my finger on it. It always felt like no. too too rich yeah it was wow. so okay. that's fair it was so it was so much in your face it was overpowering um yeah. so there was sabaro it had a um that had a wendy's uh which I, you know you don't really see it maybe in a in an airport but in a mall food court i feel like the main fast food yeah. chains weren't always there yeah. and then it had um Chick-fil-A. That was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chick-fil-A uh, being in a mall food court. So we were all excited about the food court. And then um, there was a giant arcade, which my brother and I were very excited about. This is the Aladdin's uh, Castle you mentioned? That was actually, yeah, that was actually at the Mountaineer Mall. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, I so Mountaineer what the name... Mall did have some good stuff. It did. And Aladdin's Castle was like the size of a little store in a mall. Like oh. a, not even the size of a fashion bug. It was like the size <laughs> of a, what, what, what was like a little store? Like a, a you know, a um, hut or exactly. Yeah. Or, or like, what's the one with it's all the novelty items? Uh, Spencer's. Spencer's. Mm-hmm. It was like the, Aladdin's Castle was like this tiny little storefront, the size of a Spencer's or something, but it was like, as many arcade machines as they could so pack in there. not a castle at all. Not, no. <laughs> or Aladdin or otherwise. No. no. Uh, uh, but your wishes did come true in there. Uh, but so, but the reason the Morgantown Mall blew it away is because they had a giant space for this arcade. So they could mm. get these giant machines. And this is when you'd start having the dance dance revolutions. Oh, yeah. And the things where, you know, they would put like an X-Men game on like a big screen and you were like, holy shit, it's so big. <laughs> um, and so um, we really like, you know, and there were more of like the, the ski ball and the throw into the hoop. We thought ski ball was, we thought that Chuck E. Cheese owned the rights to ski ball. <laughs> And that it couldn't, you'd never see it outside of a Chuck E. Cheese that, like, Chuck E. Cheese had invented it. Chuck E. Cheese wishes, man. Yeah. If they um, did own the rise, it would have been called, like, Cheese Ball or some, or some shit. Yeah, that's right. They always, they were always, they had, like, some guy at Chuck E. Cheese who was like, make sure everything's on brand. <laughs> make sure it's on brand. Make sure it's bad. 
It worked yeah. for a while. If it's good, know? that doesn't that doesn't mesh with our brand, and it needs out. Um, yeah. Was this arcade? Was it was it like a tilt arcade or like a what was there a brand of it? I you remember? swear to God, I cannot remember, and I should text my brother to see if he can remember. Actually, I'll do that while we're talking. But like, um, it it basically was just huge, and, and it's for some reason I feel like it just belonged to the mall. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that could be true. Because yeah. I think that they, that you know, would be a like good the, investment for them to just like, you know, front the machines and then get all that money back. Yeah, it feels like right. And then like, you know, as malls died, I remember being so disappointed when I went back one time and it was a uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, that and is then dumb. later wow. it was a Christmas store, which oh. is yeah. Abercrombie couldn't even cut it. They they were like, no, no, this will be a Christmas store. I mean, I, you are seeing right now. This it is Halloween season. I am seeing Spirit Halloween appear all over town. Yes. Uh, yes. They did they did take up the space of a of a Pier One? Um, they're moving right in. <laughs> the Pier One on uh on on Sunset or on Hollywood? On Hollywood, yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you can just walk over them, like, there whenever you want. Yep. <laughs> Guys, we don't need an entire Halloween store this year. <laughs> yeah, this year. <laughs> Maybe look into a kiosk situation. But For we're not sure. going to be needing an entire store. Um, um, so Morgantown Mall, that was your mall for a while. And then you said you also, you said you lived in uh, Knoxville for a yes. period. Okay. Yes. And then we had in... in um, in Knoxville, there were two malls, and they were the East Town and West Town malls, and they were even better than the ones that I had known in Morgantown. And uh, my You're brother like, would spend hours there. Better. I know the mall technology, and also like my thing was when I lived in Morgantown was I I lived out in the country, and so it was like a twenty five minute drive to any mall, mm-hmm. and um and then and I always wanted to live like kids on tv like uh on uh the pbs shows i was allowed to watch or whatever where there was like a neighborhood and you could like walk over to your friend's house and like you know and then when i finally got to um knoxville it was more like that you know we lived in these giant housing developments where there were just a lot of kids our age that we went to school with and then we would go, and this is this is when I'm 16 through 18. I lived in Knoxville. I, I moved away to go to college when I was 18, but my brother lived there, uh, still lives there. He still lives in Knoxville. Oh, and he and I had all these friends who were like in a ska band uh, called Johnny Five. Perfect. And then we we would go and hang out at the mall, and that's what we did there. Oh my god! I mean, that's straight out of a movie. You go hang out with your ska band friends at the mall. Oh, we were so cool. We were so cool and different. We were really different. Did you ever think of like trying to join the ska band, or you were happy to just be friends? Like, is with there that, that wouldn't have been a or... well? I have I have negative musical ability as uh, <laughs> as uh, my auditions for musicals in college uh, prove. Also, that would not have been allowed. Um, mm. Being in a band is something bad kids did. Oh, and okay. I was sort of, you know, on the college track. So, <laughs> um, but I did enjoy I did enjoy slumming with that uh, lovely ethnic ska music. I love the idea of like, Jared was really on the track to go to college and then he got involved with ska and it yeah. really ruined everything. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's, it's, it sounds like a, a joke, but it happened to some kids. Of Gwen Stefani, and that's when we knew he was fucked. 
<laughs> the funniest thing about like um, um, ska or, or like just like underground music in Knoxville, Tennessee was like, um, you know, I have like these friends who like, uh, you know, had mohawks and had like the denim jackets with all the patches and badges on them and who drank, you know, they were like 16 and they drank and uh, and you would still go over to their house on a Saturday and be like, hey, what are you guys doing? They'd be like watching the game and then they would just be watching <laughs> UT play. <laughs> And you'd be like, you guys are really counterculture until are... it comes to. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are complex. Um, okay. My brother says that the arcade at the Morgantown Mall was a Midway arcade. Oh. It's a Midway. I don't know if so I So that's know a it. brand of, uh, you know, that's like they own a lot of those machines and okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, what Would you guys just like do the arcade at the mall or would you do other stuff? We did other stuff because I was very okay. So my favorite things were uh, Walden books because um, I still am kind of like a book addict person. That's like my thing I spend on all the time. Oh, okay. And my wife gets annoyed, and it's it never really a money issue because I like old books that cost two ninety nine, but it's like a space issue. Yeah. And then and and then I liked the kiosk where you could buy movie fr- movie stills. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Sure. And so, like, I would get, like, a movie still of Pulp Fiction, a film I had not seen. Uh, I'd be like, I like this. This is cool. And, uh, and uh, I, I remember I had, for the longest time, I had a Pulp Fiction. I, I eventually did see the movie, of course. Um, uh, Pulp Fiction of, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking Travolta and Samuel L. when they're pointing their guns. And then I also had a movie still from that kiosk that was... Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's something that nerds are into that you guys might not have heard about. Um, uh, it's like a classic film. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Teach us about it. Is that like a guy? Um, it, it, it's like a guy. It's like a guy. Okay, um, okay. Well, this was also where you said the game board was. So, right. So, in, in Knoxville, they had a place called the game board, and that was like, um, uh, so I'm very heavy into Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop role playing games and things like that. And uh, uh, there, I had never found a store that was just about that kind of thing. Yeah. But they, I knew that they existed existed out in the world. But I think in West Virginia they would have like been burnt down as like uh, a Satan uh, <laughs> location, like you know, like yeah. uh, the Christian Brotherhood would have attacked them. And that um, works. They're just. Yeah. Devil, devil's, you know, servants. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, it is the occult, uh, Emily. So, like, you know, um, the occult does lead to the so worship of demons. Don't um, joke about that, Emily. It's very oh, serious. No, sorry. We'll edit yeah. this out. We'll edit this out. <laughs> um, interest in the occult is proven to turn people into heroin addicts. We had, like, cops that would come to our church and give lectures about oh, this. Oh, Jesus. Like, they'd be like... The occult is a real danger. There are Satanists oh here in God. Morgantown. I'm, I'm dead serious. They would tell us that there were Satanists in Morgantown. And then, like, to, like, prove that it was true, they would, like, show drawings they had confiscated from a kid they sent to Juvie that would, like, be, like, heavy metal album covers oh he'd drawn in his God. notebook. And wow. uh And, you know... This is kind of funny, but it's also like um, if you ever read about the West Memphis Three, uh, that uh, documentary Paradise Lost. So that's the other end of the state. But, you know, it's like um, it it really happened. Kids would get in big trouble and be pinned uh, for crimes because they happened to like heavy metal or something. So 
Anyway, this store was really funny to me because it was the game board because it was like very much that kind of store where like the entire back of the store was just like models of demons and like, you know, uh, role playing books about like, you know, how to pretend you're like a assassin for the KGB and like <laughs> all this like all these like games that use dice to like simulate like uh you know, war and the Roman times and all this like heavily nerdy stuff. But they knew that they couldn't just like put that out in the front window because mm. nobody would ever come in. So the front window had like Yahtzee and like, you know, <laughs> sorry and like, you know, Christmas Monopoly. And so like, so like, you know, this like big, you know, heavy set nerd who was like very mean to everybody would like be sitting in there all day and these like moms would come in and they'd be like, Excuse me, do you have slinkies? And he'd be like, No, we don't have slinkies. <laughs> he was like the guy from The Simpsons or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that guy is based on a million guys yeah. that were really out there. And and he would like judge my purchases every time. Every time. Um, what uh what were some of the things you got specifically that he judged? Do you remember? So so uh, when you play these games like uh, at least for me when I first started buying the stuff I didn't know what they were because yeah. Dungeons and Dragons was the occult and I wasn't allowed to get that and I was like a good kid on the college track so I like legitimately <laughs> wouldn't buy Dungeons and Dragons because I was like I don't want to get possessed by a demon or something that's going to really like make it tough for me <laughs> to get into my first choice school so like and sometimes I didn't really know what the what the games were when I first started buying them so I remember I like I just one time there, there was an X-Men game and I saw that there was just this book where they had taken every single character that had ever appeared in the X-Men comic book and they had like stats for them like how strong they are and how smart oh, they yeah, are those kinds of books yes and these, these are this is also something you could use to play a game with but I didn't kind of quite realize oh, that sure um, but one one that I got that he really made fun of, I remember, was I got a game called Tune, which was you could play a game where it simulated like Warner Brothers cartoons. So you know you're you could roll to see if your character could put a you know a tunnel on the side. You know, like <laughs> Wiley Coyote. Very fun. Oh, thank you. Yeah. This seems very fun and cute. I like it. <laughs> he rolled his eyes and like tried to convince me not to get it. Oh and like, yes, I was 16 years old, <laughs> but I wanted it. I really wanted it. And uh, and I did buy it, by the way. I didn't listen Good to for him. You. I, like, I think I will take it, though. Thank you. Um, and uh, But yeah, just like, and you would just... Uh, I, I, I remember at one point he had to start telling me and my friends that we couldn't stand in there all day. Mm. And he was always like, it's not me. It's my boss. You know, it's like, because <laughs> we would like legit go to the mall and then stand in there reading all of his books. Yeah. For three hours. Yeah. Like we would do that. And he was like, you can't just sit in here and just read all but of it. But it's like, you know what? I'm sure your boss also doesn't want you to tell people not to buy things that they're trying to buy. So. I mean, the. <laughs> The funny thing is, like, okay, later we did play the games, right? So later yeah. we, like, figured out how to play the games. But then we wouldn't own a book or have the money to get it. So we would go, let's go over to Game Board. And then we would go over there and then we would pick up the book and read how the rules worked. <laughs> and then, like, we just, okay, I'll remember that. And then go play with that, whatever that thing was. <laughs> Quick, go home before we forget how to play. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And so my, I have a pal who is always, like... Um, uh, making fun of how bookstores work, where like especially like a Barnes and Noble or a Borders, or whatever. It's like you're just allowed to just go in and just read the books, yeah, and spend yeah. hours there. Like yeah. it seems like kind of a stupid way to 
run your store. Yeah. Um, what is this, a library? Oh, my God. I know. It's very odd. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's why, um, I guess that's why they're doing bad, but it's also why they're, like, the best store. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they just put a fucking coffee shop in there, and they're like, we, we get what's going on here. Like, yeah. Like, just... Oh Just yeah, <laughs> like I think on the on the table sometimes there's even like, please only bring three books out at once, and it's like they're fully condoning just sitting here and reading a whole book. Yeah, <laughs> I mean my favorite, and, and you know because I worked right there beside the Grove was to go over to the Barnes and Noble, um, uh, between say you know three thirty till like 637 uh you're always there with like tons of tweens and teens who are like hitting on each other <laughs> goofing around sitting in circles you know cross-legged on the floor yeah just like reading graphic novels and manga and uh you're like this is great this is like the you know i just want to hang out with these kids i still laugh about the time on the barnes and noble patio at the americana i saw these three kids smoking a cigarette the one cigarette they had <laughs> yeah that was great oh you guys this uh, the is one, disruptive the one but. memory i'll never forget is that group who was working on a project oh, yeah. and it was a lot of like jeremy saw yeah. you know but right. then the girl just had like the yeah. most intense pit stains on her long sleeve shirt i've ever seen in my life yeah. and i was like does she know? Oh, this is so like middle school. It's crazy. Um, oh my god, stop. Give it back. Stop. Give it back. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I scream for no reason. Um, do we have any other I think before we get too much further, we should probably talk about the store, but Jared, do you have any other like general mall stories you want to get out before we do? Um, this is I, I kept trying to remember this because I was I was thinking this was like a formative mall experience. Um, which is that they for Batman Returns the Batmobile came to the Morgantown Mall. Oh, big deal! Wow. Uh, did you guys have the Batmobile come to your mall? No, I don't think so. I, I can't really remember any like big promotional events at my malls, which sucks because I love hearing about them. Yeah. Um, it was like a huge deal, and P- when I got there to look at it. By the way, it was free to look at it. It was just in the <laughs> middle of the mall. Yeah, there was a line. It was like a, they had to like set up like a long line. And parents and parents were like had their kids by the hand and were like, "There it is, the Batmobile." And then kids would like be like, "Yeah," and stare at it. And then they would have to move on with their day. And um, that's weird enough. But then what's funnier is that then I remember I remember being like so excited because I saw the Batmobile. And then I went to see Batman Returns, and I was very young, twelve, probably still twelve, and I hated it. Oh, and no. I, I was like, "This is bad. Like this plot oh. doesn't make sense to me." And uh, and so really, I more enjoyed just looking at a car. <laughs> I love that you were able to get enjoyment out of it because I feel like sometimes I've had this experience when there's something to just look at, and you look at, it and you're like. Hmm, this isn't quite enough, you know? Yeah. You're <laughs> like, right. I don't know what I want, but just looking at it and then leaving isn't yeah. quite, it's not quite enough for my brain. <laughs> Why isn't it kissing me? I don't know. Uh... It is funny, yeah. too, to like not even be able to like get in and take a picture. Like, you just kind of go, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it is. 
Look yeah. at it. Can you guys can you guys make the machine guns come out of it? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. All right. Well. Anyway. Uh, um. All right. Well, then I think we should talk a little bit about Radio Shack if you guys sure. are ready. I'm um, ready. I've never been more ready in my life to talk Radio Shack. Jared, what was your relationship with Radio Shack? So Radio Shack was in all of these malls that I had growing up. And um, I always, like, the the thing that uh, really imprints itself on me about Radio Shack is, like, you would see it and you'd be like, oh. Because, like, they would have, like, one of those orbs where there's, like, electricity crackling yes. through it. And if you touch yeah. it, like, yes. or they would have, like, I don't know, like, or they would have, like, um uh, the thing where it's a, and this isn't even electronic, where, where it's like a bunch of needles and you put your hand oh, in yeah. and it keeps the shape of your hand. Yeah, yeah. They would have like something, or they would have like um, the little remote controlled helicopter or something out front. And so Radio Shack was the ultimate Monet of stores to me because you, from far away, you'd be like, oh, yeah. And you, you like, you'd get whatever like the 10 year old equivalent of like a boner is. You'd be like, like just so excited, sugar rush. Maybe. I don't know. A nosebleed, and then when, then you'd be like, well, "Why can I explore this place?" And then the second you got inside, it would be like, "Who needs a motorized lint lifter?" Like it was like everything inside was just like it was like uh, we've got every single type of extension cord, and you'd be like this. Makes me so like this is not what you had advertised outside. I'm young. You know? I don't know about extension cords and their uses yet. Don't sully my mind with this. Like, son, oh, yeah. does your dad need a ham radio? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Radio Shack mm-hmm. by 1990. <laughs> Two, when I'm having, when I'm forming these memories, why was it even still called that at that time? That's like a, and, and I looked it up and, it, and the, 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 I guess the, the store kind of came to be like back when radio was a thing. Yeah. And yeah. then they just never changed it. No, it was like and, literally named after the shack you would use a radio in. Yes. And it's like, I'm sorry, but Radio Shack was never going to survive into the I mean, 2000s. I don't know about you guys, but when I looked it up, I was kind of shocked that that Radio Shack was founded apparently 99 years ago. I was like, what? (laughs) Shocked by that. Literally by a pair of brothers who loved ham radio. Like, it's so crazy. Ham radio. Um, Yeah, you know, you go in and and it's like, it was all stuff you couldn't touch or do anything with. Like, you know, you'd be like, oh, wow, a metal detector. But it would be like on a high shelf because they knew kids like me would like try to touch it. And then you would like look up at it and it'd be like, well, you know, a thousand dollars. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, I can never buy it. (laughs) As old as I get her, I will never have that much money. And I can't touch it right now. And it just felt like the store was cruel. Yeah. It it does have a very like office vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. It's all yeah, it feels very it's always very cramped in there. It's always like you guys probably could use a little more space or maybe get rid of a few things. Um and I the other thing that's crazy to me about Radio Shack is they truly did used to be like 
everywhere. Like they were like Starbucks. Yeah. They were just yeah. everywhere you turn. Everyone used to like get their phones and stuff from Radio Shack. So they so. made a they made a so that's the other thing is the the, the multiple personality dissociative identity disorder of the store. Yeah. Which is that it kept having because it's technology which changes every five yeah. years. Yeah. It kept having to change its entire focus every five years. Yes. So at one point that was mobile phones for a while. Yeah. I think they yeah. had like a some type of a relationship with Sprint or something like that. Like when you read about the history of the story, it's just constant like grasping at straws. Like, can we maybe attach ourselves to this and it'll be I a really way to feel like their whole identity for the 10 years before they closed was just like remote controlled cars. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like remote controlled cars cannot support an entire chain. And and the other thing I remember is walkie talkies where I feel like if you wanted walkie-talkies, oh, yeah. you'd go to oh, Radio yeah. Shack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right before, because I didn't get us. We didn't have, I didn't have a cell phone until I was in high school. And so, like, there was a brief period where there would be, like, a random friend who had walkie-talkies. And you'd, like, you'd play with them for, like, a minute. And then you'd be like, should we just talk, maybe? Like, should we maybe just stay in the same room? <laughs> so they were a big toy for us was, was walkie-talkies. Yeah. Which barely ever worked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, maybe if you have like military ones, I got it. The, the, the ones it in World War right. II as bad as the ones that I was using. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it's because you and your brother and your cousins are doing military maneuvers on, on a farm on your grandpa's farm. So you think you're doing military maneuvers? Get back to base, and you'd be like, you know, trying to talk to each other through Stay the. Stay over when you're done, or I won't know. Right? Yeah, Roger, over. Um, and uh, so the, I, I do remember watching walkie-talkies being a big toy for us yeah but it, it, it's like it's also like once you've bought them you never yeah. buy them again yeah <laughs> you know yeah i think that because like it sounds like it would be great if you had like a big open space i feel like just growing up in the suburbs it's like should we just like maybe just hang out in your room or like what are we doing because <laughs> also with, right. i feel like a lot of walkie-talkies the like especially the ones they would sell the range is yeah. basically you you can still just hear each other yeah. right without the walkie talkies and if you get far enough to not be able to hear each other they just don't work anymore yeah you're kind of like speak a little softer so i can only hear you on the walkie talkie yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, my favorite thing I saw um, that they had uh, was something from 72 to 86. They had something called the Flavor Radio, um, which they were little radios that were like fun colors, which it kind of reminded me of like the chocolate cell phone. Like, you know how there was like a blueberry chocolate. This was like strawberry, orange, lemon. They're like really cute little compact, colorful radios. I believe radios. also said that radio only had um, AM. Yeah, it was. Which uh, it's like what? Yeah, it, they they dropped it in two thousand one, and it was the last AM only radio at that time. Um, What's even on AM? <laughs> talk radio, um, talking. Uh, but that was fun to see. They had like this battery of the month thing where you could get a free battery, <laughs> like things that just sound absurd now. I mean, <laughs> just like I mean, what? Like- that sounds like a hilarious, like bad promotion from The Simpsons or something. Yeah, like. that oh, is battery what... of the month. Uh, no, thank you, Grandpa. And it's also, it's not like battery of the month implies it's a different battery every month. It's the same battery every month. I mean, the thing that is so funny about reading about Radio Shack and like technology is that it progresses so quickly that 
anything from the past just sounds so silly now where you're like, what are you talking about? The breakup of the bell system? What are we talking about? Like this thing about when they, I guess there used to be this company that owned like all the phones. I sound stupid talking about it because I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, well, no, yeah, you I hear sound you, you know, like you're just like hallucinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another identity they had for a little bit was personal computers, right? Yes. So they were suddenly they were a computer store. Um, and then I remember like we were very into computer games. I mean, but not as into those as we were into Nintendo games, where you just buy the thing and you pop it in the Nintendo and it works. Yeah, because you would like what a terrible business like you go to radio check you buy the computer game you take it home and then you have to know coding to dos code it into your fucking computer oh my god or like it'd be like insert disc seven of 12 like (laughs) this like installation process with these like floppies and stuff and then the game was not as fun as a nintendo game (laughs) it's just like now you can play snake Yes. Uh, they were also at some point acquired by a corporation called Tandy. Yeah, I guess that, yeah. that was like early on Tandy. I read this. It was like they were like a leather goods company and they thought it would be like a hobbyist store. This was in 62. Um, so that was another phase of Radio Shack. I mean, they've really been through quite a bit, I would yeah. say. Hobby is not a good thing to have anywhere yeah. near your business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, like, spoiler don't. alert, they, they now only, if you go to their website, it's sort of funny. It shows that they have 500 locations, but if you click on it, it's all like authorized Radio Shack dealers, one of which is this place called Hobby Town that has Radio Shack Expresses inside it, which I'm just like, I don't know what, I'd have no idea what any of this means, but they've, they started doing this a couple years ago. They like came back, but not really. Remember how like uh, the business Hobby Lobby was the one that was like, we, our insurance doesn't pay for birth control <laughs> yes, because yes. in the Bible, <laughs> it says that uh, a woman's loins are evil. So uh, we hear it Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's just like hobby yeah. near your store name it's not, sounds old. Yeah, yeah and it's I mean, not, it's not a good look. So for sure. The word hobby has, we don't need it anymore. <laughs> Wait, um, try this, try this on a uh, Tinder date. Hey, what are your, so what are some of your hobbies? <laughs> Can you imagine asking or being asked that? If I was Pam asked radios, that, I would just be like, uh, um, uh uh, trains? I that's a hobby, right? <laughs> um, metal detecting, uh, pretty much anything you can find in a radio show. You know, I I have an extra room where I just kind of like built this like year round Christmas town. Uh, I that's my main uh, hobby. I guess. I wish you hadn't asked my hobbies. I didn't. I wasn't ready to reveal that. Date this two, is a- Do you want to come home and see my huge Christmas town? <laughs> I actually have a really unique hobby. I connect. I'm trying to connect the longest uh, run of extension cords that I. <laughs> it is a fire hazard, but it's cool, yeah. and that's what I like about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in mid 2018, they I I did not know this. They rebranded some stores as Point Mobile minus the <laughs> I, and then other stores as the Shack. 
The shack. The shack. Doesn't work. The shack, now we're completely far away from anything electronic. I don't know what we're talking about. I mean, radio felt old, but shack isn't great either shack is not good either yeah the the shack is the shack is one step away from murder shack (laughs) it's uh it's not great they were just desperately like just like (laughs) constantly just who ah what can we do oh my god oh my god oh my god and i mean they're just drowning for 80 years multiple bankruptcies i did laugh on the wikipedia page from their 2015 bankruptcy there's um a quote from a guy who says radio shack died years ago we're only now holding the funeral (laughs) oh my god this one is in 2014 in 2004 they introduced fix 1500 a sweeping program to correct inventory and profitability issues company-wide the program put the 1500 lowest graded store managers on notice oh jesus and it's like and they had in they had to re-interview for their job really it says it in the wikipedia is that they had to it wasn't just like they sent someone to come look at the store like these guys had to like re-interview for their job yeah. And then there was a class action suit. Oh, this overtime one. Love a good class action lawsuit. I mean, holy Because they were basically being uh, Uber lifted uh, by their company being told like, look, you know, you're one of the lowest selling stores. So maybe you should, you know, spend all of your time there because the problem isn't our business idea. It's your lack of work ethic. Yeah, mm. that's so like classic where it's just like so we're failing because nobody wants our product but it's actually the manager's fault and it's just a if bunch they were of our just managers better then we would actually be doing good and people would want more you know metal the classic, detectors the <laughs> classic capitalism grift of you're not rich you must be lazy mm-hmm. yes um, yeah, like all non-rich people are lazy. It's not Did the you know company's that? fault. Nothing's the company's yeah. fault. It's not this company called Radio Shack in the two thousands failing for sixty years. It's <laughs> yeah. the employees' fault for not believing in the company enough. Um, Jared, do you remember any particular things you did by there that were like uh, exciting, or did you kind of just go and look? Well, we would we would ask our parents every year. We would like bring them into the store and be like, uh, check this out. And it would be that ball that you touch and electricity <laughs> touches your fingers. I mean, damn, we'd be I like, didn't realize how much I missed those. <laughs> we'd be like, for Christmas? And they'd be like, no. And we'd be like, uh, okay, well, uh, it's kind of at the top of my Christmas list this year. I don't know what you want to do about that. But that's what I'm looking at as kind of my main event item for this year's Yule. So... Um, and then, you know, they would never get it for me and I would forget that I even wanted it. Like I would, I don't, I did. That's very much of those things where like the time you spend with it in a store is the perfect amount of time to spend with it. Like the second you got it home, you would be like, yeah, Uh, (laughs) I did have one of those, the, the nails that you put like your hand in and it makes the imprint of your hand and. I really started running out of stuff to do with it pretty quick. I started putting it on my face. I was like, is this good? I don't I really know. I remember putting it on my face, like in the store and stuff. And it's like, that's not happening with COVID. Really crazy Another to think about now. Another thing lost to COVID. 
Yeah, we are not going to have face in the needlely thing. Oh, I can't believe we lost that 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 <laughs> that pillar of our society. Putting your face uh, in the needlely thing that is canceled. Yeah, <laughs> that is nobody, canceled. Nobody needed anything. Oh, you know what? I do know one thing from Radio Shack that I really loved, which was that I had a tape recorder when I was. 12 13 14 and you know i would <laughs> i would it play it was also a radio mm-hmm. so i would plug in my headphones and i would listen to fm radio late at night after Ooh. my parents sent me to bed <laughs> i would listen to dr demento on a uh, on a saturday night or i would listen to snow i like it boom boom down um and then <laughs> And then I would also play tapes in it, play cassette tapes, and uh, my friends would make, you know, uh, compilations for me and stuff like that. And then you could also record your own stuff mm. on empty mm. cassette tapes. So I would have my mom get me empty cassette tapes. Who the fuck knows what I was saying into that recorder? <laughs> but I can remember spending hours making these tapes. Oh like my just- god, what are on these tapes? I'm like talking, I'm doing voices, I'm like, interesting point. I'm like, just like, you know, That's just so I love that. Uh, performing to myself. Yeah, what would you do with the tape? I, I think I was, I think I thought I was making like my own Monty Python or something. A demo you know? for, for your... Right. Yeah. Terry Gilliam's going to want to listen to this. Um, and uh, and uh, I don't know what happened to any of them because I also remember that I don't think I ever let anyone listen to them. Yeah. Maybe like my best friend, you know, <laughs> one time or something. So, yeah. Very interesting. That's yeah. a good item. That's very fun. I think I had one like shitty toy tape recorder thing, but I was like, I was always too self conscious to actually record. Like, <laughs> I think I would test it out by being like, hello. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> and then I wouldn't do anything else with it. Yeah. Well, you I'm- know, it, it, when you hear your own voice, you're always like, what? Yeah, like yeah, I sound like that. It's horrifying. Like, especially I think now there's just that happens more. So maybe we've gotten more used to how awful it sounds. But I feel like years ago, it just you didn't hear your own voice as much. Right, and so then when you did, you would be like, "Who the fuck is that? (laughs) Who the fuck is that?" (laughs) Yeah, Um, I remember like being like twelve and like listening to my own voice and being like, "I sound like a little kid." I also, did did you guys have this? I feel like at a certain point on the phone, I started getting this where someone would be like, oh, you sound like your mom. I thought this was your mom. Yeah. And I was like, stop saying that. Oh, yeah. sound like. (laughs) For sure. People would just start talking and they'd be like, oh, I thought you were. And I was like, no, I'm 15, bitch. I don't sound like my mom. (laughs) I definitely started to get that. Um, And then. Yeah, I don't know if I ever bought anything at Radio Shack, but I just, they were definitely everywhere. I think really omnipresent. To, like, I, yeah, I feel like there started to be things like Comp USA and like Best Buy and stuff right. like that. And it was like yeah. you just go there. Circuit City. Circuit City Circuit was a huge city. one in my town, right next to the Party City. So it was kind oh of a God. kind of a one-two punch over there. <laughs> the constant bankruptcies of Radio Shack. Like I, I remember, there was like a big story when it really went under 2015, and that was like I remember like everybody was like Radio Shack is still a store. Yes. Right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, um, truly, I th- feel like you just started. They started to become like invisible to the eye. Like you were still passing them, but you just weren't registering them anymore. Right. It's like Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, where there's this <laughs> entire society that we like can't see with our naked eye, and they're just living in radio shacks. <laughs> That feels so true. It is kind of interesting when you look up, because I was curious, I was like, are there, is there like, you know how there's like one blockbuster in the world or whatever? I was like, are there any Radio Shacks? And it's kind of haunting in LA if you search Radio Shack locations. It still shows them, but it, they all yeah. say permanently closed. It all start, they start popping up on your map, like when they look up how many dinosaurs are in <laughs> Jurassic Park and the number's too large. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> oh, no! I feel like that could be like a good like gag in a movie or something is if there's like a spot like a spy ring and they're like we need to find somewhere to meet where no one would ever look. Like, yeah, we need a, a safe fully house operational, in every town. Fully operational Radio Shack. Sick burn on Radio Shack. <laughs> Where could our secret clandestine organization have a safe place to meet in every single town in America? <laughs> you just like walk into a Radio Shack and you're like, God, I guess I do need a new like aux cord and I guess this is here and you just walk in on like an eyes wide shut party and you're just like oh I guess this makes sense that's perfect I love that I did think it was interesting seeing like kind of what they're selling now on their site so they do have like PPE they have like forehead thermometers and masks and stuff I I guess everywhere has to Um, and then the other thing I thought was very funny is they have like merch they have like vintage radio shack retro logo (laughs) t-shirt which I was like they're kind of cool looking it's like the the thing with radio shack is it's not like blockbuster where people have this like big fondness for it yeah I mean you're right yeah I think it's a little different but I will say radio shack it looks like it's sort of an example to me of like there used to be there used to be like logos used to be unique and then at some point like in the 90s and the 2000s they were like everything's the same font and we are not going to have any fun with our logos anymore and if you look at the old Radio Shack logo it's like kind of cute it's like a different little font like it's sort of like almost like a 70s like 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 the font on the that 70s show it's like that and oh, yeah. Okay. I just looked it up. It is pretty cute. It's like kind of fun. And you look at the Radio Shack logo now and you're like, oh, boring. Like, if, that I don't know sh- why. if that showed up on my doorstep, I'd wear it. I wouldn't Sorry, say the, no. the, the Radio Shack 70s font is fun, but it makes me think that it's a pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a pizza the place. The bright red on white. I don't know. Something about it makes me think that I'm getting too large for pepperoni. It does. It does. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe um, a different color or something would help. Uh, okay. But. I'm on RadioShack.com. Trending products. Yeah. Uh, AA alkaline batteries. I know. Like who? <laughs> they have I, like, batteries Who's like, well, <laughs> I need a lot more batteries. I guess I better go to the Radio Shack website <laughs> to... <laughs> Honestly, though, I was like, damn, can I just stock up? Because it seems like... Well, there's no CVS for 400 miles. <laughs> or so grocery just... store or gas station. Uh, I guess I gotta wait. To... I'll wait two weeks for uh, for my smoke detector. <laughs> they are still again. selling radios. I, I don't know who's purchasing them. Electronics um, kits and projects. See, this is what their bread and butter used to be back when you know, like uh, American society was filled with children and uh, parents who were like. 
I'm going to teach you how a circuit works. <laughs> um, and uh, that is not who we are anymore. No, um, no I couldn't even begin to tell you how a circuit works. For better or worse. Like, you know, ham radio, like we're laughing about it, but like ham radio is sort of amazing. There were just like all of these people all over America who in their garages like learned how to build their own fucking radio. Yeah. yeah. And then they could like call other countries and stuff with it. And I don't think anybody knows how to do that anymore. I mean, those guys all hit their kids and stuff, but like <laughs> my point is well, they like have if you could combine energy. not hitting your kids with the ham radio, I think you'd have a pretty good society i don't know if that's possible i kind of think that the all of the energy that went into building the radio was all their suppressed emotions yeah (laughs) you know they were like i've never cried and so the tears are just like they need somewhere to go so they're going into building this this radio (laughs) the deal i'm making with you as a boomer parent is i will never say that i love you but (laughs) i will build a radio with you um do we have any other thoughts on Radio Shack before before we close on a fun game? Oh, hell, I just want to pour one out for Radio Shack. That's my final <laughs> thought. But not on the circuit boards because that'll that'll break yeah. it. Next, yeah. next to it. The only Radio other- Shack, I'm sorry you're gone, but you should have had some one thing inside of you that someone <laughs> needed. I did laugh. The that other is thing. a brutal thing to say to a person. <laughs> imagine if during a breakup, it was like, imagine if you have one, you should have one thing inside of you. You literally don't have a single Goodbye. quality I like. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm scared people it's are like, thinking uh, of me all the time. Brayden, <laughs> Brayden, you're like a remote controlled helicopter. <laughs> you seem fun. <laughs> you seem but you fun. get really wanted with really some time in the store. And it turns yeah, out that everything no one breaks needs you. you. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that has been our coverage of Radio Shack, and we are going to close on a fun game. So, uh, uh, as listeners may know, it is officially Halloween season. Um, so we're doing Halloween themed segments. Um, and today we're going to play. Okay, have you ever played Mash, Jared? I don't know. Is that no? I don't it's know. The game you play as a kid's mansion, apartment, shack house. It's the thing where okay. you figure out where you're going to sure. live, who you're going to be married to, etc. Oh, you're going to have a thousand kids, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, and yeah. you're going to live in a shack, which is relevant. Yeah, a yeah, radio shack. Comes up there often. we go. Um, and so we're going to do, uh, this is a Halloween edition. This is our, our version is called Mall, which we've been told is confusing. So but, now um, it's called Malloween, <laughs> which is also confusing because it has to stay confusing. <laughs> so we have four categories. What we're doing is uh, this: the theme here is sort of a Halloween from home. How are you going to celebrate Halloween from home this year? Um, so you got to go to the mall. You got to get a few things for your home Halloween party with just you and your family. Um, so we have written down already some options, but we want to give you a chance to get a good option in on each of these categories. So the first category is costume. What are you hoping your costume could be this, is this year? Do we now, we change this every time, we read the guess the options now, Yeah, right? so, okay. so I'll, I can, sh- I'll, t- sure, I'll tell you first what your options might end up being. You might end okay. up being Joe Exotic. Um, you might end up being Emily in Paris. Um, or you might end up being Nippy from The Vow. Great. Okay. So I like two of those options and don't like one. Okay. What's another but one? That's, you- that's how the game's supposed to work. <laughs> exactly. Right? We considered all of these, you know, not great costumes, <laughs> but one is obviously particularly embarrassing. Um, They're also like definitely <laughs> costumes people will be 
trying. <laughs> yeah, for you know? sure. Uh, um, I, uh, your favorite people will be trying. <laughs> um, so, did you need? What did you You'll say? You add one for from you. What's what, what, okay. what really you would actually for? like to get? Great. Oh, one that I would like to get. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say what comes into my head. Sorry. I would like to be mother from the HBO Max series Raised by Wolves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, and then we've got where you're going to get this costume. So right now you're looking at the possibilities of Disney Store, uh, the World Market Clothing Section, um, or Sunglass Huts, meaning you just kind of have to go get the whole vibe based off sunglasses um so then you get one more what would you want it to be um okay uh should i just go halloween adventure that's so boring maybe i should do something a little smarter than that um (laughs) oh i i know let's uh let's make it the softer side of sears <laughs> okay, I have to go to okay. Sears and get it. Okay, great. Um, and then uh, we got where you're going to get candy for this occasion. So right now you've got, um, or, or sorry, the candy you're going to get. So right now we've got with the weird trail mix from Marshalls. Um, we've got this is something we talked about on last week's episode about GNC. This is a uh, pre workout uh, that is Jolly Rancher green apple flavored. Um, and then we've got, uh, from Spencer's, uh, lollipop penis candy bouquet, which is a real product Uh, they sell. Great. (laughs) Um, what kind, I'm going to go, um, it's not candy, but I'm going to go, wait, I want to think about this. There are places that had like weird candy. Yeah. There's good candy shops in the mall. There's good candy shops and you know, sometimes you'll find like a jelly belly store. Mm. But I want Ikea meatballs. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Um, and then the last thing is where you're going to get the entertainment for your Halloween at home. Um, so we've got you. You might get a Stranger Things Ouija board from Hot Topic, um, which it sounds like you would not have been allowed to have growing up. No, because you <laughs> yeah, were on a I college can... path. But we're talking this year, right? <laughs> this is you. You're a, an adult now, and you can have a Stranger Things Ouija board if you want. I practice the dark arts quite a bit now. It's on sale um, on HotTopic.com. There's also uh, the possibility that you might get a bargain bin DVD of the movie Winchester from Barnes & Noble. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, you also might just get some walkie-talkies from Hobbytown with the Radio Shack Express. Uh, what nice. Are you, what are you hoping for entertainment-wise from the mall? Uh, entertainment-wise? from the mall I want I want to well you already had Barnes and Noble didn't you but you can get something better from Barnes and Noble mm-hmm. if you want I always liked it when Barnes and Noble had those like $300 CD sets <laughs> that were like every single thing Annie Lennox ever recorded <laughs> with interviews so I want to do Annie Lennox box set okay okay I love it okay um, so then the next step of, of MASH if you if you recall if you don't uh, is I'm going to draw a spiral and you tell me when to stop and that'll <laughs> determine how I count through so I'm going to start now drawing. do you like for people to like give it a, a, a breath or does it matter it's completely like- up to you I'm going to start drawing it right now stop okay great um i'm gonna go through and and oh man this is gonna be tough a tough round (laughs) okay um i'm gonna go through and uh you guys talk about something while i do this and we're gonna vamp (laughs) okay no problem are you ready Um, i'm ready to vamp um i love vamping (laughs) 
What what would the costume of Mother from Raised by Wolves look like? Oh, have you watched it yet? I have not. I heard it's very confusing. <laughs> so, so look, two sci-fi uh, fantasy shows came out recently. Lovecraft Country. I don't like it. Raised by Wolves. No one's talking about it. It's awesome. Mother is this uh, android, uh, and she's played by this really skinny... Uh, hot actress who has a shaved <laughs> head but her but she still has like red hair and she like um she's like and she wears um just like a a, a, a skin tight silver jumpsuit yeah that would be a great costume <laughs> that would be such a good costume i do have your halloween at home ready Paige, that was so um, fast you're so good at Halloween. i'm so good at this I, so something sometimes will happen with mall and with mashes you know there's four in each category and you did end up with four on the spiral so i immediately crossed out all of your options right off the oh. bat so <laughs> that is tough um but you had, you're ending up with kind of a fun a kind of a fun night at home uh first of all you are going to be dressed as emily in paris Okay. So that's. I need to watch the show to yeah. know what I'm doing. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Mostly, you know, little jackets, um, <laughs> uh, little skirts, little boots, berets. Basically, you're dressed as Blair from Gossip Girl, which, you know, is okay. a show from seven or so years ago. <laughs> and this well, show does take place in 20, 2019. But you're going to have um, a hard time, though, figuring it out because you are only going to be able to shop for stuff at Sunglass Hut. So oh, no, she doesn't even wear that many sunglasses. This is going to be really hard. Yeah. I feel like though somewhere in the sunglass hut, which has all the different types of sunglasses, there's one that when someone looks at me wearing them, they're going to be like, Emily in Paris? <laughs> I feel Are those that way Parisian? too. <laughs> <laughs> I also have not watched Emily in Paris. Um, it's very bad. Candy. <laughs> okay. Alternate take Even on though- the sunglasses hut costume is I just get thousands of pairs, <laughs> some that are flesh tone and others that, and I form sort of a giant golem of sunglasses that looks exactly like her from a distance. <laughs> I love this plan. That, that, that's great. You know who loves yeah. that plan too is sunglass hut. They're going to be so psyched that you're yeah. buying so much shit. Yeah. Um, it cost me $76,000, but it was worth it. <laughs> worth it for me to wear in my home um yeah. for candy you are going to have to get a lollipop penis candy bouquet from spencer's gifts it's funny you know there's... you know it hurt it hurts my feelings because as as a uh, sometimes stand-up comedian anytime you saw someone wearing that you knew that you were in for a tough show <laughs> yeah it does it does have yeah just... now this is like you know exposure therapy where you're in your own home so you're like they can't hurt me i'm getting used That's, to the I idea like of a bachelorette party it's okay that it's happening right i i, I cry a little bit i take a couple of showers <laughs> in fetal position and then i don't have a problem with it anymore you put your emily in paris costume back on and you get back out there um and as for entertainment you are going to be getting the Stranger Things Ouija board from <gasps> Hot Topic. So. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. What fun demon to me. are you going to summon? <laughs> well, I mean, let's, let's like, if you are a practitioner of the dark arts, you don't try to summon demons. You know, that's going to be a huge problem for you. So I just, I just want to, like, summon, like, some fun ghosts, you know, yeah. to, to, mm-hmm. to create a spoopy good time. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of, sort of uh, ambiance. Yeah, as maybe well. look into if anyone has ever been murdered in your house. And my house was built in 1912. <gasps> so, so, so my, yes, there are my, definitely ghosts in your house. Yeah, I'll summon the ghosts of my house. 
<laughs> and that well that has been a, a round of mall hallo- mall malloween edition yeah and that- our malloween malloween <laughs> malloween will continue next week and then we'll be done with it okay uh and that has been an episode of Mall Talk. Jared, thank you so much for joining that us That was really today. fun, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Do you have anything you'd like to promote to our listeners? Well, I don't know how much crossover there would be, but actually <laughs> it's insulting to even say that to one, one or both of us, which is that I do um, tabletop role-playing games with really funny people like Thomas Middleditch, Ashley Birch, Henry Zabrowski, and Jackie Cation, all these different, really, Becca Scott, all these really funny people come and play games with me on my channel, which is called Stream of Blood, which is very <laughs> Halloween appropriate because we do a lot of like horror games. You know, like instead of playing Dungeons and Dragons, I play a lot of things where people are being chased by werewolves or something like that. So yeah. um, if you have any kind of interest in that or just want to see what it's about, just check us out on Twitch, Stream of Blood, we're called. Hell yeah. Um, And as always, you know what to do with us. Uh, Give us a review. Uh, Join our Patreon. Give us kisses. (sighs) Not right now, Emily. It's not safe during COVID. (laughs) Not right now. Um, (laughs) And follow us on Instagram. That's where we post most of our stuff. Yeah, and we'll meet next week um, in line to go see the Batmobile. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. I'll see you there. Kiss me, Batmobile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye. Thanks, guys.